In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Domine ut vidiam. I would encourage you to hold that brief Latin phrase in your minds. Domine ut vidium. Lord, that I may see. For as we walk through this mighty encounter with our Lord, meditating on how much we need the grace of God to take seriously our walk of holiness. And I want to remind you, now again, parishioners here, you already know this because we're only three weeks away from the first Sunday of Advent, so you all have got the common vision for evangelization almost completely memorized by now. So you will certainly recommend from the very first page of the common vision when it quotes the Catechism of the Catholic Church, chapter 1, sentence 1, which says, God, utterly perfect and infinitely blessed within himself, out of a plan of sheer goodness, freely creates mankind to share in his own blessed life. Why do you exist? Why are there things instead of nothing? Why are you here instead of not here? It is because the infinite, perfect, blessed within himself, God, out of sheer goodness, invites you to share in his own blessed life. But we can miss it. It can get lost and screwed up. We can become blind because, as St. Paul said in the letter to the Romans, mistake creatures for the Creator. And then there is, as it were, blindness. We're not lost in blindness. For that same infinitely blessed God now walks the earth in the person of Jesus. And so there he has the many following him, leaving the ancient city of Jericho with his apostles and a sizable crowd. And the blind Bartimaeus knows it is the infinite God walking God and cries out, have pity on me. And that is the first movement of the life of holiness. I know I need, I desire that infinite communion with the mercy of God that is found in Jesus Christ. And I cry out to him. And I cry out to him amidst anything that holds me back. Because that is the first move. Those who rebuke him and tell him to be quiet. And doesn't that happen in our life? Isn't there always an excuse to not take our walk with holiness seriously. Believe you me, I know I should go home, steam some broccoli, and say my rosary, but instead I go to Culver's for the second time in the same day. I know what I should do, but my blindness obscures me from doing it. And don't we have those kinds of things? We know that that co-worker that is troublesome, we should give our best effort to. We know our spouse isn't that bad. They've got some good points too. We should try to see them. We shouldn't sit around wishing that we had any brothers and sisters except for the ones I have. No, there is goodness there in that place. We know we should say our rosary together as a family. Pray the Mass well. Do our spiritual reading. Forgive when it hurts. We know this. But aren't there always those things saying, sit down, be quiet, stay in your blindness? And it's that inspiration to cry out again 
have pity. And then when the Lord turns to say one of the greatest and most beautiful and most powerful prayers, when he says, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see. Domine ut vidiam. I won't expect you to remember necessarily the entrance chant that we sang, but we sang this. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice, right? Not the hearts that sit down in the corner when someone says, sit down, be quiet, and they do it. Don't bother the Lord. Don't ask. Don't be bold. Don't reach out. You're fine. That's not the heart that rejoices. No, the heart that seeks the Lord rejoices. Turn to the Lord in His strength. Constantly seek His face. What do you want? Lord, I want to see. Lord, I don't want an easy life. I don't want a mediocre life. I don't want a life where everything comes to me the way that I want it to be. Lord, I want to see. I want to see you as you are and the world the way it is. Because then, he says, your faith saves you. Go on your way. And you get up on your own way in your life, in your context. Because all of a sudden you said, Lord, let me see, and you realized, gosh, I do need to be more clear about that spiritual practice. Oh, I see. My spouse is not just nagging me. I have an actual fault I have to correct. Oh, my goodness. I shouldn't just prattle on and say, why do I have to study math? I'll never use it. No, there's something for me to discover about the good of the world and so on and so forth. We will see and get up and follow. And it says, Jesus says, faith saved you. Go on your way. He immediately, what? Followed Jesus on the way. So have that prayer deep in our hearts. I know I have to many times, when I'm distracted saying my rosary, I have to say, Domine ut vidium. Let me see the spiritual good that is here. When that difficult person comes to the door, instead of shrinking, oh my gosh, here we go. No, say, dominate ut vidium. Let me see the good that I can do. When those emails pile up, oh gosh, I don't want to do all that. No, dominate ut vidium, Lord, let me see. Where is the good? And the Lord will grant greater sight. Compare. It says here the blind man immediately got up, threw off his cloak. His only thing. Remember two weeks ago, the rich young man went away sad because he had too many possessions. This might get up, throws it away, and he sees. And he has perfect communion with blessed life. So let us keep that good resolution. Have that phrase, Domine ut vidium, that prayer. Lord, that I may see. And know that the Lord God desires to give you sight and help you to see how you can grow holier and stronger and deeper and kinder, that your faith has saved you. Go on your way, and you will rise up and follow him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.